the International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to our continuation of Series 19. This one looking at the players of the 2023 Asian Cup due to be played in January 2024. This episode is looking at the players of Lebanon. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 19 on the players of the 2023 Asian Cup, played in 2024. This episode covers Lebanon's players. And we're doing this media cast in uh, two parts. Part one is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. Uh, we think we went into too much detail in previous player media casts we've done. So we're aiming for a lighter, more listener-friendly version this time. Uh, part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad is selected. Uh, we think that will be in late December. And then we'll go back over the list that we create uh, here and see who made it and who didn't. And we'll also cover a couple of other things uh, uh, which we'll talk about more at the end here. Uh, we have made a separate video on what we will be covering over the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see that link on the screen and it can also be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. In short, though, we're focused on the Asian and African Cups, uh, both of those taking place in early 2024. And we have also started coverage on World Cup 2026 qualifying. Okay, so today's episode will have uh, three sections. Uh, section one, where we give uh, ge uh, some general information on the team and discuss that. Uh, section two is the main part where we look at the candidates uh, in each position or the main candidates. And section three where we give any closing thoughts and that's where we'll give a preview of part two in more detail. Okay, let's begin then with uh, section one. And we're going to start with some comments on the squad. So Lebanon had played a lot of games uh, in 2023, 13 of them uh, up until our recording here which is in late October. Um, those games were played under manager Alexander Illich. However, the Football Association was not satisfied with the results. We'll take a quick look at those uh, shortly. And they fired him in early October of this year, so just a short time ago. His replacement was Nikola Jurcevic, who now has very little time to sort out his team. He had the October games, although uh, those took place just within a couple of weeks of his signing. Uh, he also has two games in November and whatever warm-up friendlies they schedule before the tournament, uh, none are scheduled so far. So uh, as we go through the candidates, we really should pay attention to uh, unexpected changes in the October games, uh, either players brought in out of the cold or players suddenly not selected for the squad. Uh, there are some of these, so um, manager uh, Nikola Jurcevic was busy starting to build his squad even in the first uh, two weeks. And I've been beginning to put up the graphics uh, as I talk here, so there we go. Uh, new manager as of October 3rd, 
and uh, the manager going out, Alexander Illich, and the manager coming in, Nikola Djursovic, who we'll also introduce in a bit more detail later. Uh, next, let's talk a little bit about the uh, club affiliation of the players. So almost all of the players are with clubs in Lebanon, uh, mostly from uh, three clubs. And uh, those three clubs are uh, in, in order of representation on the national team. Nejma, or Nejme, uh, Al Ahed, and Al Ansar. Um, but we do have a few players uh, playing uh, uh, in other countries, and we will point out those players when we get to them. Okay, uh, and lastly, in this part, in this... Um, comments on the squad. We have uh, retired players, so um, uh, Lebanon hasn't played in a major tournament excuse me, uh, until 2019 Asian Cup. So we look uh, especially at players who have retired since that time. And we have uh, right winger Ali Hamam. Uh, he had 55 caps and three goals. For the, uh, for the national team and played from 2009 to 19. Uh, we have defensive midfielder Haytham Baur from 2011 to 2019. He has uh, 59 caps. Um, and then we have three central defenders, uh, Mutaz Junaidi, uh, 48 caps between 2008 and 2019. Uh, Chato, um, Hassan Chato, or uh, nicknamed Moni, um, from 2011 to 2021, so a bit more recent uh, in his retirement from the national team. 61 caps and six goals for a central defender. And then the last one is Noor Mansour, uh, even more recent, 2010 to 22 with 62 caps and two goals. So uh, losing a couple of veterans from that 2019 uh, Asian Cup squad, but they have had time to um, uh, replace these players. Uh, next, uh, we look at some recent games. Uh, so uh, we are going to look at the uh, participation of the candidates when we get to the players uh, section here over the past two years. So we might as well uh, kind of cover that in their recent games here. Um, that begins in 2022 uh, with World, Cup, uh, World Cup 2022 qualifying. So the last of their games there, that is four games uh, from January to March 2022. Uh, it was a few friendlies after that, but the next significant one is actually more than a year later, uh, a friendly tournament in India and that was from June 9th to June 18th. So actually playing fairly weak teams there. Um, and then the same month, immediately after that finished, in fact, uh, they were invited to the uh, South Asian Football Federation Championship. Uh, that took place also in India. And it was from uh, June 22nd to July 1st. So kind of two tournaments in a row there. Um, the second... Um, the local tournament in that uh, in that uh, locality um and finally in september just a short tournament in thailand the king's cup uh and that was from september 7th to 10th in uh, 2023 and we saw that manager alexander illich got fired 
uh, for their performances in these last three cups. And uh, I don't think it was that bad. They did tie India and Mongolia in that friendly tournament in the first part of June. And uh, they did um, lose in the final of the SAF Championship uh, to India on penalties. But otherwise, they beat uh, Maldives, Bhutan, and Bangladesh. These are all pretty weak teams. Uh, in the King's Cup in Thailand, they lost uh, to the host um, to the host Thailand, but they beat uh, India. So uh, finally, uh, beating India after four meetings with them, um, that was a win, a draw, and uh, two losses. Uh, nevertheless, uh, the FA in Lebanon was not satisfied and fired him uh, over that, um, leaving the October games to the new manager, um, Juricic, Jurcevic. Excuse me, I had to cough there. And uh, those two games in October were against Montenegro and uh, the United Arab Emirates. So uh, stiffer competition and uh, new manager, um, Jur sorry, I have to get this right, Jurcevic uh, lost both of those games. So um, things not looking markedly better under him, although it did come uh, pretty fast for him. Let's uh, talk briefly about the formations uh, that they've been playing. So in those World Cup games in 2022, uh, they faced pretty stiff opposition there. Some of the best teams in the uh, Asian region, uh, South uh, Korea, Iraq, and Iran. And uh, they had a very defensive formation against them, a 5-3-2. So five at the back. But the other game they played there was against Syria, a team uh, closer to their own level. And there they played their usual formation, uh, which we see in most of their games since, and that is a 4-2-1-3. So there were a couple of games where they buried that to a 4-3-3 or something like that. But I think as we go through the candidates, it'll be uh, helpful to think of Lebanon in a 4-2-3-1 formation. So that is with two kind of more defensive midfielders and three attacking midfielders. All right, uh, now let's look at their upcoming games. They have um, uh, World Cup qualifiers coming up. So that's a lot of pressure for the new manager. But fortunately, uh, they are blessed with fairly easy teams in their November games. So on November 15th, they play Palestine. Um, given the political uh, situation there, uh, I'm not sure what will happen. That game might actually get postponed. But uh, anyway, Lebanon versus Palestine on November 15th. And then uh, in the um, November 20th game, they play Bangladesh. Bangladesh actually was uh, uh, weak enough to be in the preliminary round, and they did well to uh, beat Maldives, who is usually slightly stronger than them. And um, we actually did a, a, a preview uh, of those uh, preliminary games. That was our first look at World Cup 2026 qualifying. Anyway, uh, Lebanon faced Bangladesh. So we think they should be using their best players. For this squad, of course, very important games for uh, Jurcevic to build his squad. However, it might be uh, um, a blessing that against Bangladesh, they can afford to be a bit more experimentative and, um, and try out some players that he's considering. 
uh, because that should be a comfortable win, even though it is uh, the away game. Um, Palestine is uh, slated as the home game there. All right, we move on to uh, section two, where we look at the Lebanese players, the candidates for uh, making the squad, and um, we separate them into definite, likely, and possible. Uh, uh, generally, we don't list the possible but unlikely or seem to be off the squad, uh, but we might mention them, and uh, definitely we'll bring them back uh, into the into the list if they appear on the final squad. Uh, we'll also try to identify uh, starters and definite substitutes if we can. Um, but let's begin with the managers. And uh, as we saw, a bit of drama there with uh, Alexander Illich um, uh, leaving or, or being dismissed in early October. And uh, he had only been with the Lebanon team since 2022. And um, he was a professional player, but there's not much point in going into his biography. Let's focus instead on the new manager, Nikola Djursevic, uh, who uh, was also a professional player. And actually, um, he's Croatian and was on the Croatian national team from 1994 to 1996. Actually, that's when they became a national team. And uh, he was part of their first tournament squad in the Euro 1996. So with Lebanon from uh, October 2023, prior to that he had been with the Azerbaijan national team uh, in 2019. He didn't bring them to any tournament though. And uh, Dinamo Zagreb in Croatia, a club team, uh, probably the biggest club in Croatia there and uh, several club teams prior to that. So a big job ahead uh, for Nikola Djurcevic. He only has, uh, he only had the October games. We're recording this at the end of October uh, and he only has the November games and whatever friendlies they organized before the tournament to pull his squad together. All right, let's move on to the goalkeepers and we have a definite candidate in Mehdi Khalil and a, a two, two, two likely candidates, Mustafa Matar and Antoine Aldouahi. Uh, and finally, uh, a possible candidate in Ali, Sa uh, Ali Sabay. And there is a player who seems to be off the squad, Hadi Mortada, but we won't add him to the list again unless he makes the final squad. So let's go back to the beginning and uh, talk about uh, the players. Uh, Mehdi Khalil has been with the team since 2013 and has 52 caps. Uh, he is actually uh, born in the Ivory Coast and was with teams uh, mostly in Sierra Leone and in Sweden, so a bit of an interesting history there. He started playing in Lebanon for uh, Al Safa in 2013 and somehow uh, joined the national team in 2013. Usually, uh, if it's a naturalized citizen, they play for a few years before they can join the national team. So I'm not exactly sure what happened there. Nevertheless, he was the starter in the Asian Cup 2019, Medi Khalil. But recently, uh, more recently, uh, he between that Asian Cup and now, he was off the team for 17 months and he returned in November 22 uh, 2022 uh, to start seven of their games 
uh, only seven of their uh, remaining uh, 15 games, and he was on the bench uh, for seven others. Uh, however, he the one match he wasn't selected for was the second last match under the new manager, uh, so a bit worrying there. Nevertheless, we keep him as a definite candidate to reach the cup, but I'm not confident enough to say that he will definitely be the starter uh, given the changes, uh, and you'll see as we go through um, uh, things are a bit up in the air right now. Mustafa Matar has been with the team since 2019, and he has 15 caps. He was a backup keeper, so on the roster for the 2019 Asian Cup, but didn't see any action. And um, he also was absent um, for 10 months, and he returned just recently in October 2023 and started one of their... Uh, remaining four games and was on the bench for the other two. So um, coming back into the fold recently and even starting a game. So obviously the manager is kind of trying out uh, these goalkeepers. And uh, that's why we can't really identify a, a clear starter. Um, Antoine Aldouehi, uh just one cap for him, and that was in 2023. Um, he first appeared on the bench back in December 2021, um, but uh, he started one of their games and was on the bench for 12 of them, um, uh, for 12 games, uh, not selected for six others. Um, so uh, Antoine Aldouehi, uh, we think he's likely uh, as a backup keeper. I, I'm going to highlight him in blue. Because I think if he does come, he would definitely be a substitute and not the starter. Uh, but also in the fray is Ali Sabe. So he uh, is um, more has been with the team for a long time, since 2014, but has only earned eight caps in that time. So uh, he started six of the matches, including um, the second last match. Did I say that about... Uh, Oh, yes, uh, that was the match that Mehdi Khalil was not uh, not even called up for. So he started that match. Uh, he subbed in for one and was on the bench for seven matches. However, apart from that start in the second last match, he wasn't selected for the other three matches in September and October. So that's why we have him maybe uh, kind of lowest on the totem pole here. Um uh, because he wasn't selected for three of the last four games. But really, uh, he's pretty close in likelihood to the other ones. Again, if he uh, made it, uh, he looks like he would be a substitute. But things kind of up in the air for the goalie. So Mehdi Khalil uh, seems to be the starter, but a bit of a concern because he missed the second last game. And then uh, things are very up in the air over the backups, although... We think two of these will make it rather than someone else being brought in. Mustafa Matar, Antoine Aldouehi, and uh, Ali Sabe were two of those three probably uh, making it to the cup. Okay, let's move on to uh, defenders, and we'll begin with central defenders. And uh, this is where we had the three retired or, or three of the retired players. So. Those five retired players we talked about at the beginning, three of them were central defenders. Uh, Hassan Monicheto um, was uh, uh, just a substitute in the 2019 Asian Cup. Noor Massan, 
uh, also a substitute in that last Asian Cup, and Mutaz Junaidi, a starter uh, in that Cup. So, um, you know, they've had time to adapt, and those guys weren't starters anyway. So, uh, perhaps not as uh, not as big an adjustment as as it seems. Anyway, uh, we have a, a definite candidate here in Walid Shore and a likely candidate in Qasim El Zain, and then um, a possible candidate in uh, Maxime Aoun. And I'm going to put the possible but unlikely candidate because uh, um, there is a good chance of him coming because we have so few central defenders here, which we'll talk about in a minute. But Khalil Khamis, uh, because there's not a lot to choose from here, um, we'll add to the list. And then there's a couple of players uh, uh, who are off the team, but they haven't been off the team for that long. Uh, we won't add them to the list. One is Alexander Michel Melky. He was a regular until 2022 and also a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup. But uh, from the beginning of 2022, he kind of dropped off quickly. And now he hasn't um, been selected for the last 13 games. So uh, he seems to be off the squad, the Swedish-born uh, Melky, and we'll look at his brother Felix uh, soon. Um, also, Mohamed Al-Suhaini, uh, he joined the team in 2022, uh, had a couple of caps and then kind of disappeared. But he is only 21 years old, so there's a chance he can come back. But we have to say, uh, that over the last year they've been off the team, so we won't add them to the list unless they do come back. Okay, let's go back to the beginning, just take a look at these players. Walid Shur um, has been with the team since 2021, but he's kind of carved out a starting position for himself. Uh, 16 caps, he started 12 of their 19 games uh, from uh, over the past two years. Um, not selected for four of those, but all four of those were begin uh, near the beginning of that period. So he looks uh, uh, a likely candidate. He was actually with uh, um, uh, Luton in England uh, in his youth. Kathim El Zain, uh, since uh, 2014, he's been with uh, uh, Lebanon at uh, 33 caps and one goal. And uh, he was part of the 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, he was a substitute, but he did uh, manage to give up a penalty to Saudi Arabia. He was pretty hard done by, though. He hardly even touched the ball. Uh, he started five, including the last three of their 19 games over the past couple of years. Uh, was subbed in for two and on the bench for two and not selected for 10. But we have him as a likely candidate because recently... Uh, he's been partnering uh, Walid Shur, and those two kind of look like the uh, starting central defenders. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate Shur as a starter. Katham uh, Alzin, though, um, I'm not confident enough to to do that. Uh, but uh, he he likely will be a starter. Uh, next, uh, Maxime Aoun has been uh, with the team just since 2023. He got his first appearance on the bench in March 2023, uh, but did start three of their remaining 11 games. 
Uh, he was with the under-23 team for a couple of those games, so still playing for them, but on the bench for six others. So it's actually just two matches that uh, he missed in that period since his first cap. However, those, pa those last two matches uh, were the ones in October, so uh, a bit of confusion there. He looked likely for a while, but in September uh, he was with the under-23 three team on October not selected so um, uh, we only have him as a possible candidate there. Uh, Khalil Khamis our possible but unlikely candidate is also an interesting case he's been with the team all the way since 2014 but wasn't part of the Asian Cup in 2019 he only has three caps for the national team actually and um, he, uh, he also uh, only started one of their 19 games over the last two years and wasn't selected for uh, 17 of them uh, and was appeared to be off the team, actually, until suddenly he came back in October and um, appeared on the bench uh, in October. So maybe a, new, uh, a consideration under the new manager. And, um, you know, it looks like they need central defenders. Uh, I should say, though, that uh, there are uh, a couple of defensive midfielders who we'll meet soon who do come in to, um, uh, do come in sometimes to play central defense. So those players may double as central defenders. Usually a team brings five or six. Uh, for the time being, it does seem to have settled down to uh, um, Walid Shur and Alzine, and definitely we think Shura will be a starter. Uh, probably Alzine, but I'm not confident enough to say so. Um, yes, okay, uh, let's move on to left back position. And uh, this is really kind of up in the air uh, for the left back. We have a likely candidate in Mohammed Al-Hayak, and a pos two possible candidates. One is Mahir Sabra, and the other is Abdul Razak Dakramanji. Uh, and then we have a possible but unlikely candidate in um, Mohammed Zin Tahan. But I'm not going to put him on the list because he last appeared in March of 2022. Uh, although he was a substitute in the last Asian Cup. Uh, so none of these other three that we have on the list uh, took part in that Asian Cup. Mohamed Al-Hayek uh, has only been with Lebanon since 2022, uh, and he has six caps. He got his first cap in December of last year, December 2022, but then he started seven, including the last two of the remaining 11 games, and he was subbed in for one of those uh, and not selected for uh, five of them. But, uh, and so we can't put him as a definite candidate. He does look the most likely uh, in this position, though. And uh, next we have Maher Sabra. Uh, uh, he's been with the team since 2000. Sorry about that. He's been with the team since 2016. 18 caps and one goal, but not selected for the, uh, um, the Asian Cup in 2019. Over the last couple of years, he started six of their 19 games and was on the bench for one, uh, but not selected for 12 matches. So just a possible candidate um, uh, here. 
And finally, Abdul Razak Dakrami uh, got his first appearance on the bench in June 2023. So a young player, uh, he started two of their remaining 10 games there and also subbed in for one. Uh, he was on the bench for four. However, uh, like the player we talked about, the central defender, he was with the under-23 team for the two games in September and then not selected for the two in October. So we're not really sure uh, what that means. He was looking like he was making his way into the squad for a while and then uh, absent for the last two. Um, Maha Sabro was a regular at the beginning of that, uh, the last two-year period. Then he was off the squad and came back uh, and started a game in September. So it's really a, an unsettled position. Al Hayek is often uh, stationed in the left-back position, but not always. Um, so uh, sometimes we've seen out-of-position players uh, come and start in this position, like Sunni Saad has, uh, has been there and uh, one of the attacking midfielders has come back to play it. So I think in November he'll really be uh, uh, trying to nail down this position because it's really up in the air. On the right-back side, though, it's a bit better. Um, uh, so we'll move over there. We have Hussein Zain. Uh, as a definite candidate, and uh, then we have three uh, three uh, possible candidates: uh, Sa uh, Saeed Awada, um, Abdallah Mukrabi. We're not really sure if he's a right back, actually, and uh, Nasser Nasser uh, Nasar Nasar. I'm sorry, uh, there. And we also have a player who seems to be off the squad: Abbas Asi. Uh, but he last played in March 2022, so we're not adding him to the list. Uh, even though we're certain that Hussein Zain, the definite candidate, will definitely be called up to the Asian Cup, uh, we're not so sure he'll be a starter because he only starts about half of their games. So, uh, or, or I should say recently. He did start 14 of their 19 games over the past couple of years, was subbed in for two and on the bench for two, uh, and not selected for one other. But those games that he didn't start in uh, have been kind of on and off recently. Um, so we, we, we're not that... We're not confident enough to say that he's going to be a starter, but we do. Uh, we are confident that he'll be called up. Uh, Saeed Awada uh, got his first cap in December 2022 and um, started two of their remaining 14 games and was on the bench for two, but not selected for 10. That makes him look like a youngster getting his start less than a year ago, but in fact, he's 31 years old. So... Uh, got his first cap in his 30s, um, but nevertheless is a possible candidate here. Um, he was actually uh, called back for the games in October, and he started the first of those October games and was on the bench uh, for the other. So um, again, we're not really sure uh, what the manager's plans are. Uh, with this position, uh, calling him back. The next uh, possible candidate was Abdallah Mukrabi. Um, he is actually just coded as a defender, 
but the only time he's ever started a game, uh, he started in the right back position. And as we can see, it is a position where they need backup. So maybe he's a right back, uh, but we don't know because um, his first appearance was in October 2023 and he started one of those games and uh, was on the bench uh, for the other. Actually, no, he was uh, involved in the September and October games. Anyway, uh, and he's been involved in all four, subbed into one on the bench for two and starting one. So we do think he's a possible candidate, um, but we're not uh, uh, um, certain that he actually is a right back. Okay, finally, Nasser Nasser. Uh, we thought he was off the team. He returned after a two and a half year absence and uh, appeared on the bench uh, in October 2023. So uh, another player who's been called back in under the new manager. So uh, I said this position was a bit more definite, but uh, having gone through it, I realized I was maybe uh, maybe wrong. I just saw that we had a definite candidate, so I thought it was a bit better defined. Okay, so uh, both left back and right uh, back starting positions uh, seem to be up for grabs. It'll be interesting to look at the November games to see uh, uh, who is selected for those games. Uh, okay, let's move on to the midfielders. We do kind of have a template here for general or versatile midfielders. We do sometimes find midfielders who rove all over the field and can't be pinned down to one position, but uh, none of those here. So we're going to look at defensive midfielders first. And in truth, there's not much distinction on the squad between a defensive and a central midfielder. If you think of the 4-2-3-1 formation, uh, we'll be talking about mostly that defensive line, the two, and it could be a defensive midfielder or a central midfielder. Uh, so let's look at the candidates. Nevertheless, we'll kind of follow their designated position. And uh, we begin with a likely candidate, uh, Jihad Ayub, and we also have a likely candidate in Hassan Sroor. And uh, we have two uh, possible candidates, hang on, three possible candidates in uh, Muhammad Ali Daini and in Yahya uh, Al-Hindi and finally in um, the player we said we would look at, um, Felix Michel or Felix Michel Melky. It seems like they go by uh, both last names depending on the situation, Felix Michel uh, Melky, he and the brother we met earlier, both born in Sweden, but both playing for Lebanon. Um, okay, let's uh, go back and take a look at each one. So, uh, Jihad Ayub actually played as a central defender uh, in the one of the September games, and uh, he got his first appearance back in December 2021 and started nine including the last four of their 19 games over the past two years, was on the bench for two and not selected for eight of those matches. So um, that's why we can't put him as a definite, but as a likely candidate. He was born at Jihad Ayub in Venezuela and is one of the few players here playing outside of the country. He's with the club in Indonesia. So uh, Jihad Ayub, a likely uh, candidate here. Okay, next we have uh, Hassan Sroor, and uh, he's been with the team just since 2022, 
Uh, no, wait, he got his first appearance on the bench in September 2021 and then was off the team and returned after a 15-month absence in December 22, uh, 2022. That's when he got his first cap. He started five of their remaining 12 games and he was subbed in for three and on the bench for uh, four. So actually looking quite likely is uh, Hassan Schroer. And, um, however, he was... Um, uh, not selected and on the bench for those last two October games. So um, looking a little less likely under the new manager, but we really have to wait and see. Uh, we still put him as a likely candidate here. Uh, next, uh, we go, go to the possible candidates, beginning with Mohammed Ali Daini. So um, he's actually uh, coded as a central defender on a couple of sites. Uh, a couple of sources that I have. And uh, he started 11 of their 19 games over the past couple of years, subbed in for one and on the bench for three. However, he was not selected for the last four matches. So he uh, looked like a regular candidate um, until recently, but hasn't played in September and October. Uh, he, by the way, plays for Trelborgs uh, in Sweden. Um, he also was born in Sweden. Um, just like the uh, Felix Michel Melky, who we'll meet shortly. Um, and again, uh, a bit unclear because he was a regular candidate until recently. Uh, Yaya Al-Hindi is kind of the opposite situation. Um, he um, has only two caps for the national team, and they were both earned in the summer of 2019. Then he was off the team. But he returned after a four-year absence in October of 2023 um, on the bench. Uh, didn't get on the field, but on the bench for both of those. Uh, so when a player returns like that uh, at the last minute, we have to consider him a possible candidate. But uh, um, over the course of things, he, he seems a bit less likely, uh, say, than Mohammed Ali Daini. We'll have to see. And finally, we have uh, Felix Michel Melky. So he does play in Lebanon, uh, but he did play for uh, a few clubs in in Sweden, including uh, a fairly big club, AIK, from 2019 to 22. And he was a starter in the 2019 uh, Asian Cup. However, he has uh, kind of drifted off the team. Uh, he started four of their 19 games over the past two years, subbed in for two and was on the bench for five, and uh, not selected for seven, including the last four matches. So kind of like Muhammad Ali Daini uh, seemed fairly uh, irregular in the squad, um, but not recently. He, uh, he also has lined up as a central defender, um, when he has started recently, but we're going to keep him as a defensive midfielder here as he was in the 2022 World Cup uh, qualifiers there. So he was a regular uh, until 2022. Then he kind of dropped to the bench more and more, and as we saw, not selected for the last four games. So um, a little difficult to tell what's going on. We also have a player, uh, one of the retired players, uh, Haytham Fowler, uh, seemingly off the squad. We'll mention his name, but not put him on the list. Here, uh, Haytham Fowler was a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup. And, um, you know, he's uh, 33 years old, so it's possible he'll come in out of the cold 
but we'll put him on the list if he if he does uh, come back to the team. Okay, moving on to central midfielders, we have uh, Ali Tanish. Uh, Ali Tanish is one of the few players that we can say is a definite, uh, not only candidate, but a definite starter. And we also have possible candidate Hassan Kurani. And um, actually, he's probably uh, more of a likely candidate. But let's take a look at these two players uh, in a bit more detail. So Ali Tanish uh, got his first cap in December 2022, but has started 11 uh, of the remaining 14 games, including the last four, and then he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one. Only one match that he wasn't selected for. So uh, Ali Tanish, one of the um, mainstays on the team uh, recently. Uh, Hassan Kurani, the possible candidate, um, got his first cap in November 2022 and started two of their remaining 15 games, uh, but he was subbed in for six and on the bench for five. Uh, so that's why I say he's kind of a uh, likely uh, player. The only two games he wasn't selected for were at the beginning of the per uh, period, the two-year period that we're looking at. And uh, uh, however, he has only started two games, so we consider him... Um, I'm going to move him up to likely because this list we're creating is their likelihood of making the squad. Uh, but he will definitely be a substitute uh, if he makes the squad. All right, so that's uh, the central midfield. So uh, in summary, Tanish uh, seems a regular now, but his partner has been shifting a little bit. It, it could be uh, Jihad Ayub or it could be Hassan Sroor. And uh, the other two possible players we mentioned, Kurani and Daini, replace sometimes, but seem to be uh, backup players there. Um, meanwhile, when uh, Felix Michel Melky has played, he's played as a central defender. Let's move on to uh, left and right midfielders. And actually, if you think about the formation, the 4-2-3-1, uh, there really aren't any into in in more of a defensive sense. Um, so the the three that we'll the, the players that we'll talk about from now will tend to be more offensive midfielders, uh, left attacking midfielders, or right attacking midfielders, or uh, possibly wingers. But in the four four two three one formation. Um, attacking midfielders on the left and right. So uh, this has increasingly become, um, when we get to attacking midfielders uh, and forwards, it's increasingly become the same stable of uh, five or six players. Uh, so we will meet them later. But one player uh, coded as a left midfielder, indeed the only one, uh, is a likely candidate. And uh, he didn't start as an attacking midfielder. Rather, when he has started, he has been uh, a, a left back. In fact, two of his uh, three starts were as left back, and the other one was as a right back. So uh, we may find ourselves recoding his position. Right now, though, he's coded as a left midfielder. And as we said, he started three of their 19 games over the last two years, uh, but he was subbed in for nine and on the bench for three. Uh, so we consider him a likely candidate. However, he did uh, miss the last two matches in October, not selected for those. 
so that's all we have actually for left midfielders and for right midfielders uh, we have none so we basically move on to the offensive line beginning with left midfielders and uh, we have one likely candidate here in Saad, uh, Sunni Saad. I think actually he's uh, almost certain to be on the squad, but uh, uh, when we look, we'll see why we put him as likely. Uh, and then uh, three possible candidates, Khalil Bader, uh, Ali Markabawi, uh, Mar who's been playing as a forward, and uh, Mohammed Sadek or Mohammed Omar Sadek. Let's go back and look at these players. So Sunni Saad is a, a relative veteran on the team since 2013. He has 32 caps and seven goals. However, he was not part of the uh, Asian Cup squad. He was kind of off the team for a period around there. He was born in the United States, Sunni Saad, and actually played for USA uh, underage teams, under 20 and under 23. And uh, he has played in the USA. He's kind of played all over the place, everywhere except uh, Lebanon. So he played in South Korea, in Jordan. Oh, actually, he did play in Lebanon uh, with Al-Ansar for a short time. Right now, he's playing in Malaysia. Uh, so Sunni Saad uh, started 10 of their 19 games over the last two years and was on the bench for two. Uh, but there were seven games that he was not selected for. Okay, the three possible candidates begin with Khalil Bader. So uh, he got his first cap in November 2022 and started five of their remaining 16 games, uh, but subbed in for six and was on the bench for two. Uh, and there was only three matches um, that he was not selected for. However, those were three of the last four matches. So he seemed uh, a likely, even a definite candidate up until the last uh, four games uh, and then missed three of them. So leaves us in a bit of confusion as to where he is or, or his status with the team under the new manager. Uh, next, we have Ali Markabawi. And um, he got his first cap in June of 2023. That was in the uh, SAF Cup, the South Asian Football Federation tournament that we talked about. He started three of the games there, and th those are the only games he started over the last 13 matches. Uh, but he has subbed in for three and been on the bench for three. However, he was not selected for the last four matches. So again, a bit of confusion under the new manager. And interestingly, he played as a center forward in all three of his starts in the, in the SAF Cup. Uh, even though he's coded as a left winger, uh, and we're not going to make too much of that because some of the uh, some of the forwards weren't uh, brought to that cup, so uh, maybe he was just standing in. Finally, we have Mohammed uh, Sadek, and uh, he got his first cap in March of 2022 and started three games, uh, three of the remaining 11 games. Uh, he was subbed in for two but they're not selected for eight others, including the last four matches. I'm tempted actually to put him down to possible, but unlikely, but we leave him at the kind of lower level of the possible end. Okay, so uh, that is uh, left wingers who, who usually play as left attacking midfielders or um, 
other positions, which we saw Sunni stats. Uh, Sunni Saad started as a uh, a left back in one game, uh, also. So they do move around. Let's move on to. Um, oh, I put the uh, names in the wrong place. So Sunni Saad is a left winger, and the three possible candidates are also left wingers. Uh, we move on then to right wingers, and we have two possible candidates here. One is Mohammed Haydar, uh, and the other is Zayn Faran. Zayn Faran, and we do have a couple of um, uh, players who seem to be off the squad, so I'll just mention their names because they were both involved in the Asian Cup. Actually, Ali Hamam was a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup, and Rabi Atea was uh, a substitute in that tournament. But we won't add them to the list uh, unless they show up again. Oh, okay, I put the wrong graphic there. So, uh, Mohammed Haydar uh, was part of the uh, Asian Cup in 2019. He was a sub, actually, for Game 1, but then gained a starting position. And he's a real veteran with the team since 2011, with 83 caps and four goals. And... Uh, he started three of their 19 games over the last two years, uh, subbed in for two of those, but uh, he wasn't used for 14 others. Actually, the source I used uh, didn't give the specifics for him, uh, but basically um, we think he, he hasn't been called up, but he might have been on the bench. Uh, he wasn't subbed in or uh, starting any games recently. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see. Participation uh, kind of suggests he's a possible candidate here. Um, that's Mohammed Haydar. Uh, and part of the reason he may be uh, a bit stronger than a possible ca candidate is that Zayn Ferran is out with a knee injury until March. So he's been out since September 2023, and he won't be uh, fit for the cup. Uh, he had, this is Zayn Ferran, got his first appearance on the bench in December 2021 and started five of their 19 games and was subbed in for five and on the bench for one. Uh, but then he got injured and, of course, not, uh, not selected after that. So hard to say whether he would have been on the squad, but we can definitely say uh, that he's injured and, in fact, we'll move him to, to the injured category. Okay, and that is it for the wingers, and we move on to the forward line, and we begin with attacking midfielders. So again, uh, the 4-2-3-1, uh, the three players in the offensive midfield line um, are mostly coded as attacking midfielders, and as I said, it's increasingly become uh, the same uh, group of five or six players. Uh, but we do have a, a, a couple of other players to mention here who kind of play a bit role. So let's begin with uh, Mat uh, Hassan Matouk, probably their most important player. And uh, we're putting him in as, a, as an attacking midfielder, uh, although he uh, is coded as a left midfielder and sometimes as a forward. It doesn't matter. He's part of that three-man line. Uh, supporting the attacker. Hassan Matouk is the captain of the team. He's been with the team since 2006, 
uh, and he has 93 caps and 21 goals. So he's 35 years old, so uh, kind of getting up there in age. And of course, he was a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup and started 11 of their 19 games over the past two years, uh, subbing in for two and on the bench for one. Uh, not selected for three matches, but uh, he has been selected recently. So definitely uh, Hassan Matouk. Uh, we'll see at the Cup, and almost certainly as a starter as well. Uh, we also have a definite candidate, and I forgot to kind of go through the candidates first, so I'll do that here. We have a definite candidate in Nader uh, Matar, and then we have uh, two likely candidates, Basel Jurati and Ali Al-Hajj, and uh, one uh, possible candidate, in uh, Daniel Lajude. And I think in this case, I'm going to mention, uh, I'm going to put on the list two of the possible but unlikely candidates, because I think there is a, a, a decent chance of them coming into the squad. So it'll be good to have them on our list. Okay, so uh, we have covered uh, Hassan Natuk, again, coded as a left midfielder, usually a central attacking midfielder. Uh, but sometimes a left attacking midfielder, or even in the odd case, a, a left winger. Uh, Nader Matar uh, is also a left attacking midfielder. He started 12 of their 19 games over the past two years and subbed in for two, and he was on the bench for five others. So he has always been called up. Uh, Nader Matar was born in the Ivory Coast, his parents were Lebanese and Moroccan, so a pretty international figure there. And uh, I, uh, he was a substitute in the 2019 Asian Cup. So Nader Matar has been with the team since 2012, and he has 64 caps. I think it's 66 now because I didn't update it. Uh, and only four goals, so that's a bit of a surprise. Um, okay, let's move on to the uh, likely candidate, so uh, Basel Juradi. And um, uh, Basel Juradi was also a starter in the Asian Cup in 2019, uh, but just in game one, and then he uh, was on the bench for the remaining games because of an injury. Uh, so over the last two years, he started... Uh, um, uh, three of their 19 games, um, including recent games, uh, and subbed in for one uh, and injured for the first two of those and not selected for 13 others. So you may wonder why we have him as a likely candidate. But recently he has gone from not being selected to being a starter in three of their last four games. And... Um, uh, uh, and there we go. So he plays for out of the country, one of the few players not playing in Lebanon. He's with Bangkok United in uh, Thailand. And he's played in all over the place in Cyprus, uh, Croatia, and Norway, uh, some of the teams he's played for. He was actually born in Denmark, and um, uh, those were the first teams he played for. So Basel Juradi, uh, tentatively we put him as a likely candidate uh, because of his recent participation. Uh, next is Ali al Hajj, and Ali al Hajj got his first cap in December 2022 and started three of their remaining 15 games. But he was subbed in for six and on the bench for six others. So uh, 
that is pretty much a definite candidate. We're just a bit tentative because uh, we think there may be changes under the new manager. So Ali Al-Hajj um, we'll put as a likely candidate and uh, definitely though not a starter but a substitute. Next we have uh, Daniel Lajud. So Daniel Lajud um, plays in Mexico. I think he was born in Mexico but I... Uh, I'm not dead sure about that, but he plays for uh, Atlante in Mexico. It's actually a fairly small club, but he was with Monterrey in Mexico, a big club from 2018 to 22, but I don't think he got on the pitch that much with them. As far as his Lebanon uh, history goes, he's been on the team since 2022, and um, he has four caps, so... Uh, he is coded actually as a left winger sometimes and he came back into the squad briefly in September for a bench appearance and an appearance uh, I think for five minutes as a substitute but he wasn't selected in October so we can only put him as a possible candidate here and uh, yeah just a quick mention of the possible but unlikely candidates so uh, Majed Osman re returned after a two-year absence uh, didn't start any of the uh, remaining four games so he returned in September of 2023 but he was subbed in but one and on the bench for one then not selected for the October matches so we consider him possible but unlikely the other one is Ali Chetu and uh, he got his first appearance on the bench in June 2023 uh, and didn't start any games, but was subbed in for one and on the bench for three. But uh, like Majid Osman, kind of on the team and then off the team. So he just played in those June games in uh, those two tournaments in India, but hasn't been selected in the September or uh, October games. So we'll keep them on the list because there's a chance they may come in. Uh, and then we have one candidate who seems to be off the squad. That is Canadian-born Gabriel Bitar. And if you're wondering if I'm just mentioning his name because he's Canadian and we're a Canadian media cast, I'd have to confess that's mostly true. He even played for uh, FC Edmonton, where we're broadcasting from in Canada. But no, really, uh, we just want to mention his name, Gabriel Bitar, because uh, there is a small chance of these players coming in under the new manager but uh, he does seem to be off the squad, so we won't put him on the list. Let's move to the forward line. We don't have any players uh, coded as secondary strikers. Actually, I think one source does code Ali Chetu as a secondary striker, but we have him as a uh, uh, attacking midfielder here. So the forwards are the likely candidate, uh, Kareem Darwish, and some people may be surprised that uh, Hilal Al-Halwi is only a possible candidate here. We'll talk about why. And uh, we have one uh, possible but unlikely, but again, we're going to add him to the list because uh, um, there is a chance we'll see his name. Let's go back to the beginning with Kareem Darwish, the likely candidate. So he uh, actually was absent from the team for 12 months, but he returned in March 2022 and started nine of their remaining uh, 17 games and was subbed in for seven and on the bench for one other. So uh, he uh, 
started their last two games as well. So I'm wondering why I didn't put him as a definite candidate, but it just might be that we're a bit uncertain under the new manager. But anyway, uh, a likely two definite candidate in Kareem Darwish. Uh, next is Hilal Al-Halwi. He's a very familiar name, one of the most familiar names on the Lebanon squad uh, here. He was a starter uh, uh, in the Asian Cup 2019 and scored two of their four goals in that tournament. Uh, so I'm surprised that he's not been playing for the team as much as one would expect. He was off the team for 18 months, but he returned just recently in September 2023, but didn't start any of the games. Uh, he was subbed in for two and on the bench for the two others. So uh, we'll have to see. He was actually uh, born in Germany, was Hilal Al-Halwi, and played for uh, German clubs uh, until moving to uh, Lebanese clubs in 2021 but he kind of has played in various countries. So a bit of a surprise there. Uh, possible candidate on our list here, but in my mind, I would consider him very likely to make the squad. Okay, and then we have um, Mohamed Jalal Kadu as the possible but unlikely candidate. And uh, Kadu started five of their 19 games over the past two years, subbed in for two, but then wasn't selected for the last 12 matches. And I don't know what gives me the feeling that uh, uh, there's a better chance than we give him here. He's possible but unlikely. He was last called up in March 2023. Okay, and then we just have two names to mention, uh, but players who, who seem to be off the squad. Uh, that is Fadel Antar and Hassan Mahana. Uh, we'll just throw those names out there in case they come back into the fray. Okay, so uh, some closing thoughts. Um, Lebanon very much up in the air. We saw a lot of players kind of not selected in October who had regularly been selected be before. We saw a lot of players uh, selected in October that had been off the squad uh, before. So and all the work that Alexander Illich did uh, needs to be reviewed by new manager um, Jurcevic, and uh, it's looking um, like a pretty tough task. Uh, anyway, we will uh, update the podcast uh, when, we, when the final rosters come out, and so that's part of what we'll do uh, in part two in December. We'll go over the list again and say which ones made the squad and which ones didn't. And we'll cover uh, any notable non-selections there. Players we thought were going to make it but didn't. Any surprise inclusions. Uh, players coming in out of the cold. And then any new players, and there are always a few. And finally, we'll uh, give an update on injury. We already saw uh, one player who's going to be out for the cup. Uh, but we need to uh, get closer to the cup to really, to really do this section. Okay, well, that is it. Let me go back to the uh, opening graphic here. That is it for uh, uh, part one of Lebanon, and we will see you in December for part two. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. 
It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We'd like to thank Nabur Avicham and Pixabay for the wonderful music you hear in this media cast. The title is called Arabic Trap.